nice to see you, Dina. Hi, I can't believe I'm the only one here. Fonja was just on, but she felt she was in the wrong place. So uh -huh. Okay. Well, I am going to start us off with a prayer here. We'll see, we'll see who comes in. All right. So we're grateful to join together and to recognize the infinite love and the pure intelligence, the wisdom and the clarity that is ours now and forever. We are grateful and thankful to come together in the sweetness of our heart and to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self. We're coming together for the purpose of bringing more clarity. We are grateful to consciously attune to the highest wisdom within us. We are grateful that that wisdom is God's infinite intelligence. We are grateful and thankful to come together for the purpose of the, the clarity of God in our counseling, in our life, <coughs> in our and all the others that are ours to live. We are grateful and thankful for this time of expansion and in gratitude we share the benefits with everyone. We let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 And so it's nice to see you here. Um, you know, as we get closer and closer to Christmas, there's usually more people that say, I'll listen to the recording. So <clears throat> I understand that. And I know some others are coming just a little later. Um, so this, this class time is a time for us to uh, come together and I can answer any questions that you have really about anything. Uh, it could be your own life and it, it can also be your counseling, your clients, uh, situations that you're observing, getting help understanding false beliefs and the patterns of the mind and how things move from the mind into form, uh, things that will help you with your counseling and you helping your clients, helping you understand your clients, uh, as well as any questions related to your uh, having a business as a counselor. Yes, and um, certainly those that are in the certification program, um, if you are interested, one of the options that you have is to help enroll people in programs. You know, it's pretty easy to do as a counselor, and then we have an affiliate program. So you can earn money by helping enroll people into the affiliate program, uh, meaning helping enroll people into, say, Masterful Living or the Stop Playing Small Retreat. Um, and uh, in the past, we were offering a 50%. Uh, you would get 50% of that tuition if you enrolled somebody that's not in our database already. And um, 
And, you know, I would say if you, if there was somebody in our database that's never done anything and, uh, but they're in our database because they're a friend uh, of yours or a family member of yours and you encourage them to enroll and they do enroll, um, you know, you can point that out to us and, and we can, you know, all that history is in our, our database and, and uh, we can, I mean, the whole idea is for, everyone to be supported, for the participants to be supported and finding the teachings that work for them and for the counselors to be supported in making a living and building a counseling practice and paying for their own classes. Because I certainly recognize that many people who start as a spiritual counselor are a lot like me. Uh, for me, I just took the training to increase my spiritual growth, and I really did increase my spiritual growth by being in that counseling training. OMG, did I increase my... And then, I, I, as you all know, I never anticipated becoming a spiritual counselor. That, to me, was the opposite of what I was interested in. But when people started asking me, could I counsel them? I got excited uh, about just doing what spirit was leading me to so naturally. And then I, um, I decided to undertake it as a profession and along with teaching. And I discovered that I loved it and that I was having so much healing right alongside my clients. And, uh, and so I was a very active spiritual counselor for at least 10 years. Like that was really something I was doing uh, along with teaching. So I do, I do less counseling per se now, but I do a lot of one-on-ones and those are like little mini counseling sessions. Sometimes, sometimes they're not. Dina. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding that there are some people sort of around me, not in our community, but family and local here that are interested in having me do like activation sessions. And I just find that your program, like they're not interested maybe in masterful living, but I just can't offer them what your program offers you, you know, off, would offer them for the, um, maybe the stop playing small retreat, the activation session, the um, reboot, and the, the little preliminary meetings that you had last year and then th before the activation session. But I'm not clear when I was looking on to see what, where to sign up, because I'm going to do that for myself again. Are you offering activation sessions with the reboot? I couldn't quite tell. No, we've never done that. They've only come with Masterful Living. Okay. So. Though right. I could see offering an activation session with the retreat. The Stop Playing Small retreat? Yeah. Okay. Don't we have it with Finding Freedom also? Well, yes, with finding with freedom. Yeah, basically, it's just masterful living and finding freedom. Now, one of the things that um, is part of the spiritual counseling certification program is that when you get referrals from us, 
uh, from the ministry through the ministry to uh, I request I don't demand I request that you tithe ten percent back to the ministry for that referral. I know you're only getting donations, and sometimes you get a really nice donation, sometimes you get a little small one. But that tithing back for the referral, I think, is a great way to prime the pump. And what I notice is the uh, obviously I can see all who the tithers are and who they are, who who they're not. And uh, I do see the tithers. I always see the tithers thriving. I always see that whether whether they're tithing and um, just to the ministry or and, and and the same has always been true for me. Once I started really tithing, um, it uh, I started thriving financially. There is a connection there, but you can't give to get. It doesn't work that way. You have to be giving that tithe from the gratitude. And that's an important thing, actually, that you can teach your counseling clients who come to you with their poverty issues, because there are three main issues that people basically bring for counseling, uh, whether you're a psychotherapist or whatever kind of thing you are. Relationships. For some reason, people have trouble with relationships. It's never been my experience, so I don't understand. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> relationships. Uh and money. And health. They're the three things that are almost always what people come for counseling with these issues. And so since you will be counseling people with money issues, um, uh, here's a, a, a great, sweet story that helps to understand tithing. It's not my story. It's the story of Mary Mann and Morrissey who I, I think uh, is a great storyteller and she's a great speaker. Um, I don't know that I would recommend her for anything else based on my experience of her, but she is a great speaker and, and uh, um, a teacher in that way, storyteller. So she t- I heard her tell a story one time. She's a minister from uh, the Oregon area. And she's also... some amazing issues including her husband embezzled from her ministry and went to jail for it he he embezzled so much money from the ministry bamboozled so many people he went to jail so she's had a lot of issues but of course she's learned through all of that and everything but um i think her programs are way overpriced she under way under delivers and whatnot but this is a great story and apparently money is a big issue for her and always has been her first husband not the swindler her first husband not to label him but as a swindler i'm going to take that back not the one who did the swindling um and um Well, I like to when I catch it, you know, I've asked spirit, only let me speak the truth. So spirit was like, get to correct that. So um, she told a wonderful story about she and her first husband, they were moving from Florida to Oregon or whatever it was, something like that, a big move. And they were taking their like three young kids and they didn't have any money. They had no money. She was a 
full-time minister. They had no money. What that's about, I don't know, but that was their story at the time. And so they learned that they could just, they had their car, they were traveling. They could ask people if they needed any windows washed and they could earn enough money when washing windows in the day as a family that they could pay for a hotel and food and things like that. Um, but uh, at this particular time, they weren't getting any work. There was nothing. And um, she had a dollar fifty. That's all she had to feed her family. And so she she went to a local church to pray. And when she was praying, she got, you need to tithe. You're not tithing. And she was like, my whole life is a tithe. Are you kidding me? My whole life is a tithe. I, that's all, I'm a minister. My whole life is a tithe. And she, she got back from spirit. You need to tithe. And uh, so she had a dollar fifty, or two fifty, or whatever it was. It was a very small amount of money. And so let's say it was two fifty. So she put twenty five cents, ten percent, into the collection box at the church. And she was like, "There, there's your tithe. I have faith. I'm gonna. I have two dollars and fifty cents to feed my family. I'm giving God twenty five percent of it, ten uh, percent of it." And um, and the rest, she bought rice and beans and she made some dinner. And she said that from that, they got the biggest window. Right after that, they got the biggest window washing job they ever had. She said, and that just told me, I have to tithe. I have to be thankful for the consciousness that I have. I have to be thankful for the good that I have. I have to be thankful for the abundance that I have. I have to be thankful for the love that I have. I have to be thankful for everything that I have because it all comes from God. And I need to support what God is doing in this world with my tithes in order to really be fully grateful and recognizing them. And so, um, yeah, so that's why it's important to tithe. And I think it's so important for every single person to demonstrate their own experience and to track it, to track it. One of the things I would love to do if I had time to do it would be to do a program on prosperity. Uh, and maybe this year will be the year because I'd love to do like a 40 day prosperity consciousness training that's free. Uh, do 40 days of videos and things like that, uh, worksheets and stuff, um, or maybe just 28 days, <laughs> and uh, help people because uh, you really can shift your consciousness around it. So that was one of the things that I did back in the 90s was I started tithing, and um, I, I, saw, I saw the results immediately. So uh, why did I say that starting with um, I don't know something you said Dina um, but I, I think that oh I, I know the other thing I wanted to say to you Dina is I really do feel comfortable if you take that activation session 
and you use it with whomever you can help with it. I don't need you to give me credit or anything like that. It, it you know, I don't, I don't mind. I, I, if anybody took it and published it in a book and said that, you know, they came up with it, that I, I wouldn't, I don't, you know, that wouldn't be right to me. Um, but I, God is in charge of my of making things right in my life, not me. So, but if you could, anybody can help somebody with it, I would, I would hope that you would. Yeah, I, it's the activation session. I know you heard me say it last year was just incredibly helpful for me, um, really as a manifesting tool that I, I wish I had gone into more areas. I didn't, I didn't do money. I didn't do, there are so, several things, areas I didn't do. And I wanted to, I mean, there's nothing that didn't materialize from my activation session, all of it. In fact, I got the notes out the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And so there are some people who know that about me and they've asked, you know, can you do that with me? So if you think I can, I suppose if I can make it work out for me, I can help somebody else just go through the, some of the steps for it. Yes. And I would encourage you and the other counselors to give each other activation sessions, like you say. So why not do an activation session for your relationships and an activation session for your health and your body, do an activation session for your home. You know, you could go through the different topics in the, um, new year reboot worksheet that's a great idea yeah i love that idea and that would count for our toward our hours of regular counseling i've done i've you gave us only a certain number of activation sessions that we could get credit for and i've done all mine so would this then take because we're doing it for each other for counselors would that be considered the same thing or would we need to do some of the pre-counseling um, ahead of that to sort of have that count? Well, here's the thing is the, the activation session, you as a counselor, you are, you're following a script. So that's why I, I feel like, because somebody could easily do 111 activation sessions, but would they really learn what they need to know as a counselor to get certified. I don't think so. No, and especially the way you had it set up last year with all the pre-work everyone did, which was fabulous, all those meetings and the requirement that you came to the session having already done that. Um, so that even took less of the counseling, you know, out of it because it was that initial helping them to figure out, um, you know, maybe what the challenge was. Well, they've they came in last year already having figured that out for the most part. So I would agree with you. It's, it's a lot more scripted and less like, um, so I think, yeah, that makes sense that we would probably need to do some ahead of the game counseling sessions on challenges. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I think that you doing activation sessions with other counselors, it's still, I'm going to keep that limit on the activation sessions. Yeah. Araba. Thank you. And my apologies for only now showing my face. I 
loved the discussion and I wanted to just tag on to Dina and say, especially for our new counselors, that we are definitely going through the goal setting session and then um, asking them to have an activation session and then they can give an activation session. So then we can put them in with starting to give activation sessions to our community. But that exercise and that practice of having received one and also having given one will be important just in all of all of us feeling comfortable that we've got that activation script and that process and have that experience. So I just wanted to mention that, but I really like that excitement about trading um, for that. Is there training on it? Yes, that's our training. Oh, okay, because I don't think I've ever had a, a session. Yeah. Well, you will have the opportunity to go through all the You've training. You've never done an activation session? I don't recall. I went to like the... Sean, you never had an activation session? I don't remember. I don't think so. You would remember. Well, you said, Sean, in our community call Maybe last week, you, you said that you had one, but it was with a very new counselor and it wasn't very impactful. Goal setting. I thought about it. I went to the goal setting like way, way back. The activation session is a one-on-one -on -one counseling session where the counselor is following a script that Spirit gave me. Okay. Maybe. And there is I'm training sure. about it. I, I briefly think maybe Elena did it, but I have to, I don't remember. Okay. Elena. Elena. I will say Elena. that. Go ahead, Fonda. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, it looks like that I am totally lost <laughs> concerning the difference between a counseling session, an activation session, a gold setting session. So, um, well. Well, and it seems like maybe Sean is a little not clear either. So, um, in our, uh, with Masterful Living and Finding Freedom, what we do with these programs is uh, we bring, uh, as people enter into the program, we give them a goal setting, it's a group goal setting session. Mm -hmm. And you can see this on the Masterful Living page. The, um, uh, maybe somebody could put that link in the chat. Um, maybe you could do that, Araba. When they uh, sign up for Masterful Living One, right? Yeah, but everybody gets at all levels. You get the group group uh, goal setting session. So Araba is going to be running those this year, and wow. so it is much like you would, uh, much like what it sounds. Why don't you just share what that is, Araba? Just since it's your thing. Well, we'll I'll just, just done it in the past. Yes, and, and she'll be helping us out too with it. But um, the goal setting session, you come and you have, you know, two main questions that you go over and you go through each part of your challenge, really getting clear on what that challenge is. 
And when you do that, you have breakout sessions in within the goal setting session. So you can talk with other participants. And then we come back together and we just describe what that experience was like. And people find that having that opportunity to really just focus on their challenge and think about the different aspects of it really helps them get clear. Then after that, once you complete a goal setting session, then you receive the opportunity to schedule an activation session. And at that time, you also receive a worksheet so you can go even more in depth into your challenge. Schedule your activation session. And Fonza, I did yours last year or this year, I guess. Um, and that session is with the counselor. It's recorded. And then you have that opportunity to listen to the recording and um, take notes on it. You get both the audio, video, audio as well as the video recording. And so like Dina was saying, that having had that opportunity to really look at what your life would look like without the challenge and really bring it into being, voicing it, feeling it, experiencing it. Um, and then you get to look back and say, well, from where that space, how would we encourage you today to come to, to meet that space? And um, so you get to cheer for yourself. And that's just so helpful to listen to later on when you sometimes you get discouraged or you feel like things are work, aren't working. You can hear that and feel that and know that it's all there. It's all possible. Oh I'll stop talking now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to add anything, Dina? It's fine. I thought uh, I'm just such a fan of the activation session because of, you know, I, I just, I can't even tell you like how things have matched and to my great amazement. I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And there's so many, I'm, and so I guess, I guess I would almost ask, I wonder could we, within the spiritual counseling program, could could we do activation sessions and be part of like, maybe some of us are not going to be in the masterful living program programs where, or the finding freedom where we would access it. Is there a way for us to either pay for that or be part of that so that we could have the continuation for ourselves and then maybe help each other, even that we're, we're not receiving, you know, counseling credit, but we're living it because it's so, it's so powerful for me. I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how grateful I am for that. That's a great idea. Why don't we do a group goal setting session for the um, counselors? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, uh, I have some difficulty to to join on Facebook. I never could register on Facebook properly. So um, I am a bit, uh, looks like that I am kept back. And uh, that's one of my problem. Another one is um, about one-on-one uh, -on -one with you, Jennifer, for instance. 
I don't know where to register for that. And uh, during this um, certification, um, do we have uh, the possibility to have one-on-one -on -one with you? Yeah. Yes. So in Masterful Living, we, we, we send an email or two or three about the one-on-one -on -one opportunities um, each time that there's time available. We usually send a couple of emails letting you know. Um, and um, you can always get extra assistance because I know that there, there's, and you can always, in theory, you're supposed to always be able to ask GJ for what you need. And I'm, I'm, you've emailed with GJ, right? Okay, he, yeah. He answers the admin at jenniferhadley.com email. Um, we also do post it in Facebook, but I also posted it in the WhatsApp group the other day for where all the prayer announcements are. So I did post it in there. I can put it in the chat now. Uh, for instance, I happen to know I do have time tomorrow um, between, let's see, 8.30 p.m., 9 o'clock, your time. Those two times are available tomorrow. 8.30 p.m., 9 p.m., my time. Your time. And uh, can I just uh, have one-on-one -on -one with you then? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put the, there are more times available, but there are those times available tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put this link into the chat right now. And uh, we, can you use that to sign up? Um, I'll see. Um. Oh, I have difficulty to read. I know. Okay. So I will send, do you, do you mean that now immediately I sign up or I, well, I'll try? Or today, today. Today, yes. Okay, I'll do that. And uh, uh, one thing also, uh, when I, yes. I was just going to say, Fonza, do you know how to reach GJ on WhatsApp? No. I Yes, exactly. I wanted to know uh, the title of the WhatsApp group, how it I, is called. I've seen Sorry, Jennifer, it, I couldn't hear you. It was, uh, I had a bad connection just now. It's called Power of Love Ministry, where all the prayer requests are. Oh, so is there the WhatsApp where we discuss uh, uh, for the certification? Oh, sorry. That's okay. So you can see here. Yes. Um, it's called Power of Love Ministry. Mm -hmm. And this is where people are discussing this is only for currently enrolled people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying that because Dina. Um, and 
are and I'm I, I know I've seen you post in here. Yes. So in that WhatsApp group, I can. Well, you can reach out to GJ on WhatsApp or by email. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yes. And uh, and well, I'll ask him to contact you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because it, it, it would be good if you just really just rely on GJ to help you because he can and um, that's his job and um, whatever help you need because you have trouble seeing, let's get you the help you need. Okay, thank you, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, I have so many questions. I would like to know how, how do we proceed for this certification? Do we work alone or um, do we have uh, some uh, class to just for as guidance? You're having a class right now. Okay, so today's already a class. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we have a class once a month. Okay. Araba yeah. is your support also. So she can answer any questions that you have about the program. And um, you, you do get, you get also three one hour counseling sessions with me. And the purpose of those counseling sessions really is to help you have a counseling session with an expert so you can learn more about counseling from being counseled by me. That's really the purpose of it. So is one, that something new? I don't recall that. No, it's always been a part of the program since 2014. Oh, well, I think I've, I've never done that with you for one full hour. Maybe you have, and I didn't realize you were, because I know you've gone over. I thought we were doing like the, just the 25 minute, and sometimes you've gone over with me. So maybe that's what you were doing. No. Yeah. No? No, those were just regular check-ins. Okay. Yep. So, so three of those, so that we would know kind of getting the flow of the professional. And how do you, how would you fit those in your time? But how do we work with you to fit those in, in your time? You know, one of the best ways to do it is there's the link that I just gave you. You can see what's available. <clears throat> there are times when I'm not available for weeks. Like I, you know, it just depends on what my schedule is. But um, usually if somebody would like to book one, I can usually make an appointment within a week. It just depends. There are times when it just is too challenging. I'm too booked up. That's very generous of you. And um, I'm glad to, to, I'd love to have that modeling from you on how to, thank you. Yeah, and it, it, it's perfectly good to use it at a time when you feel challenged. Uh, it's just, um, don't wait, don't hesitate, because the sooner you book, you know, the sooner you, you want, would like to book, the sooner you'll get something. So you always keep that link handy that I put in the chat um, uh, handy, but you can always also reach, let's make sure it's on the spiritual counseling page, Araba, if you would, in the member site, 
and um, you can always reach out to GJ and say, I'd like to book a one-on-one -on -one with Jennifer. I'm not sure how to do it. You know, if you, if you're not sure, because sometimes you might go to that link and there's nothing available. And so what is it over a year we take, or I guess anytime we feel challenged. It's three years. You have three years. The idea is that you have three years to complete the search. So essentially you'd want to book one of those every year, maybe. It, it depends. You, you know, somebody else might decide to do all three in the first three months. Depends on what comes up too. Yeah, it depends on what comes up. It depends on um, what you'd like to use them for. Do you want to use them for your training and learning about counseling? Or do you want to just use them for your personal counseling? Yeah. But the intention behind it is that you would you would develop your counseling skills by, you know, being counseled. That was one of the things I did when I was training to be a counselor was I made sure I had regular sessions with many different counselors to really see what was great that they did. You know, for me, that was an investment. Um, and then once I became a counselor, I, I realized like any professional therapist, I need to have regular counseling myself mm -hmm. just to make sure I'm, you know, clearing my field all the time. Yeah. And I've had some other counseling sessions. I just didn't look at it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I learned so much. I, what I did was I, I booked and paid for sessions, multiple sessions. I would do like three or four sessions with all the top counselors in our community that I felt drawn to. So that I had not just one experience with one of them. Cause sometimes, you know, people have an off day. And let me just tell you, I had one counselor would fall asleep in the session. Oh my goodness considered to be one of the best counselors, fell asleep on me twice. I'm like, okay, am I this boring? What is Good happening? Voice. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's soothing. It is soothing. That's really, really great advice. I'm, I'm close to my third, you know, I think my deadline is coming up. So I'm gonna have to go into overdrive and the the part that I haven't done is a lot of is the actual spiritual counseling I've done activation sessions I've run a lot of the little groups with um, uh, over the years several and I think I've earned everything I can but I haven't been as confident in the actual spiritual counseling part so I think that's I'm really looking forward then to having you and then maybe reaching out there's a couple of interesting people on your website that are certified that I could maybe reach out and have some sessions with and then do the compare. I love that. You're, you're helping me get excited for how I'm going to, you know, drive, drive it home. But I have a follow-up question about tithing. So that's an area that I don't, um, I, I feel like finance is probably the part I am going to be focusing on for the future. And so how do you define tithing? Cause I, I give a lot like to my children, if I see somebody in need or that kind of thing, but, is tithing, does tithing have an actual um, maybe definition, like take your full salary 
find 10% of that and give it to, I mean, what, how do you know that you're tithing basically is my question. Yeah, tithing is a teaching that comes from the Bible and the, the word tithing actually means 10%. You don't have to tithe 10%. You could tithe, like my goal in life is I would like to be able to tithe 90%. 90%. And so for me, one of the ways I do that is I, because it's cheaper for the ministry that uh, like, uh, if if I if I took the uh, I've earned, um, and then tithed ninety percent on that, and I I I would feel good about that. But it would the the if my salary went up that much um, from what it is, in tax. So it doesn't make any sense, according to my account, for me to take that money as salary from the ministry and give it back. So instead, I just take the least amount of salary that I really can live on. And, and the rest, it is my tithe uh, to the ministry. Uh, but that is my personal goal, to be able to tithe 90% and feel wealthy on 10. That's my personal fiscal goal. Um, and uh, so tithing is, uh, and again, you can make it a 5% tithe, make it a 20% tithe. It really, it's up to you what you would like to do. And my, I've talked about this. Um, I, I didn't realize until I started tithing that my grandparents had given, taught me everything I need to know about tithing because um, they didn't have money at all when they were younger and uh, they lived very frugally. They, they were um, in their 20s during the depression, if you can imagine what that would have been like to, you know, soul crushing experience. But, um, and my grandfather left home when he was in the sixth grade to go out, he called it batching it as a bachelor on his own, trying to find work at 12 years old to send money home to his mother and his sisters because their father had left them. And so he um, had this tremendous sense of responsibility for his loved ones. And um, he, he and my grandmother, they got audited. My grandmother said, oh, we get audited every year. Every year I have to go down to the IRS with my shoebox full of canceled checks and they have to see, yes, we really did give that much money to charity. They want to see all the canceled checks. And that was what my grandmother would say. And my grandfather would say, the money you give the church costs you nothing. That was his teaching on tithing. He never said anything else about it. But I always saw him like uh, at Christmas time, I'd you know, what are you doing, Grandpa? Oh, well, today I filled up the station wagon with poinsettias and I'm going to take them around to some of the church folks who can't get out this year. And he'd go around and do that, you know, and he'd make sure that the church had the biggest, best poinsettias and, 
in for the church services and or at Easter time, the Easter lilies and he'd find out who needs a turkey and stuff like that. And he's very involved in fundraising for the Boy Scouts and for the United Way. And I mean, that was like once he once his children were raised, that became his job to in, in addition to running his business. He was, how can I help the community? And, um, and my grandfather was a guy who, he was a salesman, but when he wasn't doing sales, he was in the background. He never needed any attention. You know, he just, he really, he was a very shy person, actually. So um, that the money you give the church, it costs you nothing. So he understood tithing at its core, which is, you are giving to support the place from which you are receiving so that the well never runs dry. And that's how he operated. He really operated that way in his consciousness. He never gave me a teaching about it, but I picked up from what he said. He, for him, uh, the church and the teachings of Jesus, God was the foundation of his life. He never proselytized ever. He, I never heard him once talk about God, you know, or Jesus or anything like that. But all the hundreds of mornings I spent at the breakfast table with him and my grandmother that I visited them uh, all the years I was growing up and, you know, until my late twenties when they passed away, because I would visit them a few times a year, every morning without fail, they read a chapter from the Bible. And I remember towards the end of his life, I asked him, I said, how many times have you been through the Bible? He's like, oh, I've been through a few, been through a few. I said, Grandpa, you know, some crazy chapters. like, oh, no, there's some crazy stuff. You know, but he'd read it every morning at breakfast, every morning. So it was just, it was a foundation of his life. Be a good Samaritan, be a good neighbor. You're responsible for your brothers and sisters, the people around you. And so uh, there have been times, I remember one time I was at church at Agape and the singer sang, and I'd heard her sing, I don't know, a hundred times before uh, in the years, you know, the, the more than a, the 15 years that I'd been there or whatever it was. And um but this particular Sunday morning, as she was singing, I, I just like my, my heart just was opening so much. And spirit said, write her a check, give her a tithe. This, this is a healing. And I was like, oh, good idea. So I wrote her a check for $100. And, um, and that was a lot to me. Believe me, that was a lot to me. But the money you give the church, and she was my church that morning. The money you give the church costs you nothing. So I get, after service, I went up to her and I said, because um, we, we, we knew each other, not well, but we knew each other. And I said to her, I said, you, you moved me. You, I had a healing this morning. Could I offer you this tithe, this little tithe? So she took my check and she looked at it and she held it to her heart and she burst into tears. She said, you have no idea what that means to me today. You have no idea. And I was like, I'm the receiver.
So we give from gratitude, always from gratitude. If you're ever trying to give to get, it just doesn't work. It, it will fail. It's not, it's actually not even about money. No. Okay. That, I think that was the part that I was stuck on. I was thinking numbers and percentages and it's not really that it's about sourcing. It's about your source and it can be a hundred different things that you're filled with and then how, how you give from that. And if that happens to be money, then it's money. Right. Because what, what, what is money? Um, well, I probably don't have a good answer for that. For me, it's that which has limited certain choices and that I have to have a spreadsheet and manage. So that's, I probably don't have a good answer. Those are your thoughts about money. Right. Those are my thoughts about money. Yeah. You got to be careful, watch out. Yeah. That's your experience about money. Right. Because those are your thoughts about money. But what money is, is money is a symbol that represents energy. Really, that's what it is. It's a symbol that represents energy. It's, um, uh, A Course in Miracles would say that it's, um, oh, what's the word? It's like almost in my awareness. Like a metaphor or something? Neutral. Oh, neutral. Okay. It's neutral. We've given money all the meaning that it has for us. Okay. Thank you. I think I can, I can work with some of this. Yeah. I, I've got definitely got more of a survival instinct surrounding money and having yeah. to be a watcher and caretaker and guardian. A, a lot oh. of spiritual students do because we've had past lives, many of them, where we took vows of poverty, where we were taught that money is the root of all evil. Because this is also one of the things that, believe it or not, you know, the, the church was so duplicitous, right? Particularly the Catholic church, the Christian church, so duplicitous, teaching money is the root of all evil. So give us your money, we will absolve you of your sins. If you pay this much for, you know, these sins will be absolved. You pay this much. That you know, if you climb upstairs to the cathedral, which we put up really high, so it's a long time to get there. If you crawl up on your knees and pay the money to have your sins absolved, you'll be free. That's how you get free of your sins. You know, and you have to go through the priest. We're the ones you come to and you pay us for that service. We'll, we'll take care of you. We will take care of you. And so there's all that mixed in with money. And we're here to help get that out of money and get that out of God's, our connection with God. So this is how we do it is we look at it. We think about it. We examine it. We realize what are our motivations? What, why are we giving? Are we giving to get? Um, and I would say, you know, if you're tracking your money that closely and you just decide, I'm going to tithe 2%, whatever, you know, whatever, just so you can track it, I'm going to tithe 2%, you know, um, and then see what that brings. And then give where you feel inspired from. 
So there might be a time like uh, sometimes when I'm traveling, I'm so inspired by somebody and, and uh, I'll, I'll find a way to tip them or something. So that's another thing, you know, you can leave a $50 bill for a cup of coffee in a restaurant if you feel really inspired. And yeah, you can tithe to your children, but if they're, if they're not, if they're inspiring you, that's the thing, if they're inspiring you, but if they're just, you're giving to them to support them, that's a different thing. I see there are some things in the chat. Does anybody else want to add anything to this? I would, I would just add that um, actually before I started Masterful Living and Finding Freedom, I did a program about tithing. And for me, I've been involved in the church for a long time and it felt like a response responsibility this like 10% like you should and I was on a board and it's like you should and so I did definitely have feelings about it and that energy gets transmitted so you could give whatever but the energy that you're holding around what you're giving is also transmitted so you don't actually see and feel abundant um and so, and I learned that because I learned basically what Jennifer was just describing through a program that Lisa Natoli did. And what freed me was the idea that Jennifer is saying, give where you feel inspired. Like it wasn't like, oh, I have to give it to the church. And so then I began to, you know, like, I, one time I felt inspired to send someone A Course in Miracles, like this author that I had met once, but I was really inspired by her work and she received it and really well. And sometimes I felt like I would give somebody that I knew was struggling some money and just be like, okay. And then, you know, I didn't have to track it. Like I didn't have to be like, okay, this is for my income taxes. And doing that changed like the total energy around it. And literally within six months, um, my, my income was restored back. I had been living on half my income for three years because of an issue with the disability company. And so I absolutely saw that. And I just wanna say that I've gotten out of the habit per se, but it's been on my mind, um, especially as we've been putting together the the book about the program and tithing came up and so um i am going back to that but there was just a joy of giving and the idea that this is all flow comes from god it goes to god so that part is like the gifts of god for the people of god and so we're keeping that line of flow open so that's how i understood it so thank you jennifer yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I can just add one more thing to that um, as I've been working on this. I came across a Japanese um, philosophy that was, it was called Arigato In, Arigato Out. And it's basically that, have you heard of that? Uh, it's like if you have, when you're paying a bill or, or giving money or receiving money, that both of them you do with gratitude. So if you pay your electric bill, it's like Arigato In big check comes in the mail, like, there we got, or whichever direction. So you make no difference 
in yeah. the two. So just to throw that in, that's something I've been trying to do. I hardly write checks. Um, thank you. I compare everything online and pay things automatically. So happy for that, that I don't have to write all those checks and it just makes life easier. But when I do write a check, I have uh, something that I've been doing since the 80s, the mid 80s, and I always do it on every check I write. And in the memo section, you know, in the bottom left, I write uh, the letters that are the acronym for this. And I got this from Eric Butterworth, who was the unity minister that I, I went to for years in New York City, my first New Thought minister. And what, what it is, is it's the, what I write is divine love flowing through me blesses and increases all that I give and all that I receive. So I write DL blah, 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 like that, you know, the, the first letter of each of those words, divine love flowing through me blesses and increases all that I give and all that I receive. Amen. Don't they say that in the unity prayer? I remember when I took Course in Miracles there, as they were asking for their donations, they would say that. Yep, that was the, every Sunday, we would say that at the collection. Well, you can still put it in the comments section of your payments. Yeah, I just, you know. Do no, you of your electronic payments. Sometimes they have, you can put oh, That's true, that's true. A lot of it is automatic deduction, I don't know. True. Yeah. But yeah, well, what I do when I pay the staff, I always put thank you in the comments. Always. Would you mind saying that one more time? I've got divine love throws, flows through me. and Flowing through me. Flowing through me. Blesses and increases. All that I give. and all that I receive. Amen. Thank you. In my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, and you yeah. know, it, it, when I used to write checks in stores and with other people, people would always come back to me and they'd be like, what, 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 what is this? And then I'd tell them. So, yeah. And Jennifer, uh... What's the difference between donation, tithing? No difference. No, no difference. difference? No, no difference. But you know, here's, here's what I could, well, here's the difference. Uh, a donation can be a tithe, but it doesn't have to be. So for instance, if I donate to the World Wildlife Fund, or if I donate to the local animal rescue thing, I might not feel necessarily inspired, spiritually inspired by what they're doing, but I still wanna support it with a donation. So for instance, I made political donations to the, to the programs that I wanted to support, but I don't necessarily feel spiritually inspired by them at all at all so but uh, i still made donations to them 
So to me, the tithing is about your, your it's your inspired donation. You're giving back to where you've been fed from. And you know, here's, here's the thing like, I, one of my ways that I tithe is I will, um, I'll buy what I need to make venerable pumpkin oatmeal cookies, you know, and I'll make those cookies and I'll bring them to her. You could call it a gift. You could call it a tithe. It doesn't matter, but it's like, I'm giving to her because I feel fed by her. And I know she likes that. She likes, you know, I'm making these cookies with love. And so, you know, versus buying them in a store, you know, but sometimes I'll, I'll buy her something in a store or take her out to dinner or something as a, as part of my overall support of her because I feel so supported her. This ministry is supported her prayers. So that's the same energetically. I don't feel, I, yes. Yeah. And, and so even yeah. vol volunteering would be the same? It is. And one of the things to just note is if you would like to, um, like, uh, to have more time, tithe your time. It's like multiplies in your life, all kinds of things, but it's, it's, um, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely critical to our happiness that we're volunteering somewhere in our lives, you know, somewhere. I've been a volunteer most of my life. And uh, whenever people tell me they're feeling really depressed and sad, I'm like, one of the first questions I sometimes ask as a counselor is I'll say, so tell me about your volunteer work these days. And a lot of times people are like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've thought about doing it, but I don't. And I'm like, might help you get into the flow of love and to be so little less self-obsessed <laughs> if you did a little volunteer work you know, anywhere 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 go where your heart goes you know yeah i i mean i've talked to so many adults over the decades who don't do anything for anyone and they're not happy you know, they, they might do something for a friend if a friend asked, you know, but they really, they're not. Helping the people community just to help them. Just people aren't taught that much anymore. So any final questions? Uh, Jennifer, sorry. Uh, you... You talked about the three main issues of people you are counseling. There were there was a relationship, money, and the third one I couldn't hear. Uh, oh. Health. Health. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what you we talked a lot about uh, money, uh, tithing, and uh, donation, and um, does that influence also? On your uh, on your life, on I'm your sorry, challenges. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? 
when you are tithing, mm -hmm. even if you 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 don't you tithe because you, as you said, it's um, it's an inspired donation with your heart. And uh, does that in an, an, any influence in your life? Not only on money, but oh you yes, know. oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, my uh, issue is um, when I made donation to, like you say, the wildlife and the animals or all those. <laughs> And uh, the more I give, the more I receive paper asking me um, <laughs> to give. And uh, I cannot give to all of those. Yeah. Or yeah. I, yeah. Fortunately, you can, um, you can opt out of emails. Yeah, or just learn to ignore that stuff. It is, it is too bad. Um, and you know, there have been times when I have just literally picked up the phone and said, stop sending me any mail. I'm not going to respond to it ever. If I do donate, I will, it will not be because you mailed me anything, but they still will say, oh, we still are, they still will mail you. And that's just life. So just recycle that. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, just as a final question, um, in order for me to sort of get back in the swing of things, I don't even remember how to like log into where I had all my, I, and I, I can't, I can't figure out how to access the, um, you know, the recordings of the past. That's why I showed up today because I'm like, I can hear it with my ears if I can't access. So I kind of need a little guidance. Is that you, Araba? Are you, you said something in our council, in our community call about a one-on-one -on -one with you. Is that so? Will, will you can help me get back on my feet with that stuff? And GJ can too. Okay, so you will reach out to me, or I reach out to you, or how do I do that? Julie, right here, right now. So after this, we can just WhatsApp, and you can tell me. What okay, yeah, you got my connection. Okay, thank you. We'll do that. Thank you. Hang on one second. I want to just make a note of something. So yeah, I was just, I mentioned that because I have met with a couple counselors and then they've just been able to say, well, these are all the things that I've questions about. And then we can sit brainstorm and, you know, just figure out who and the best way to help through that. So, and with our new counselors, there'll be, you know, actual trainings, I think happening that we'll be scheduling. Um, at least I will be working with them and I would love to have other more experienced counselors help to work with the new counselors too. So I just want to say that. Thank you. Um, let me ask you real quick, Marie, would, would 8.30 or 9 o'clock work for you tomorrow? I'll just get the appointment for you. Yes. Uh, 8.39 p.m. my time is okay. All right. Let's, tomorrow. Say, eight, let's say 8.30. 8.30. Okay. Okay, great.
Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad you brought it up. All right. I am going, we're over our time. Nice, always nice to spend time with you. Oh, can I say one thing? So I put, um, I updated that time zone sheet that we use for the intensive. Do we want to um, do anything similar to what we in in the in, in this group, or do we want to piggyback off of that, or do you want to talk about it later? No, we can do that. We also we have a, a program called Book Like a Boss that might actually work better. Okay, because I updated it through the end of the year because the the group asked me to. But I was just thinking the the spiritual counselors that might need some more hours might want to. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Why don't why don't you get with Araba about that? Okay. And, and yeah, let's put it out here that it can be in the spiritual counseling certification WhatsApp group. So yeah, I would love doing the the book at like a boss to for my final hours, you know, to see because I just to keep because there'll be times when I can and can't do it, very specific yeah. times. So it would be very nice to book it and then have people change. Exchange. Yeah. I, I, how do you book your sessions, Arba? Do you have something like that? A, no, a calendar I, I have not, but I do think that that's way easier to use. <laughs> it is. It's way easier. I just wanted to say the way that the spiritual counseling intensive with that group was set up, it was changed. And so it has the certification program logo on it. And so it's confusing because the spiritual counselors and that one. So I think some people are getting confused between those two WhatsApp groups. So All right. Well, you have my permission to change it. I need to go. So I'm going to pray this out. And if you folks want to keep talking, you're welcome to. No, I think we need to go as well. Okay. Yep. I do at least. Yeah. All right. So grateful and thankful for the love of God that liberates us, that shines in our hearts and minds, that is our true identity. We are grateful to partner up for the purpose of liberation and to know the truth that sets us free. We are grateful to include everyone in this ministry, everyone in the world, all clients, friends, and family. We bless everyone, everyone, everyone who's on our prayer list is blessed right here, right now. We are grateful and thankful to not only share these blessings, but to receive the blessings that are ours to receive. We are grateful that our cup overflows with divine goodness always. And we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, so it is. Amen. 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 Love you. Thank you. Thank you and so much. This is my power color. This is my power color. This is my power color. <laughs> it's teal it goes with my green eyes anyway. and Dina if you'd like to uh, swap out anything lessons um, not lessons sessions uh, yeah um, why don't you can you stay on just a minute we can set a time up okay all right thanks Jennifer okay Sean you're going to be the host then okay I'm only staying because I'm late for another meeting yeah I don't have a minute I'm actually working right now so I really shouldn't even be on here but I'm just I was getting frustrated because I couldn't listen to the replays and I'm like, I'm just going to go.
<laughs> yeah, the replays, because they have those commercials on it. It's hard to listen to. So, um, yeah, I can't even find them right now. So I'm, I'm not even to the point where I'm irritated at the commercials. Yeah, yeah. normally from, let's see, from, I'm sorry, go ahead. We are working on getting that stuff fixed. Okay. Um, I'm never available Friday evenings, Saturday, all day evening, Sunday, all day evening. So I am mostly available Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I've got that Carla's group at seven. So I've got a little mm -hmm. challenge there. So really it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I work Eastern until... I, I try to get seven to three thirty, and I try to get out for an hour and a half walk, and then I get back. And so, you know, we're looking at evenings. Okay, and you okay. have to remember, I have not given any sessions, so you have to. It's not a problem at all. Mm -hmm. I haven't. It's not my forte. My forte was more like running groups and doing activation sessions. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So just yeah. bear with that. But I'm a good listener. Okay. So. So I can do it on Monday. Okay. Um, let me see. I can't do it the first Monday of every month because I help run the um, let's grief. Let's do group. one, I guess. On the 21st, you want to do it or do you want to do it after the holidays? No, 21st is fine. I got it. I've got it to get started. I'm toward my last of my three years. I don't have a whole lot of time. Well, I'm at the, I have Freedom Posse from two to three. So how about the last Freedom Posse? So 3.30? Well, when 3.30 is when I'm going to head out to go walking, 3.30, 4.35, I should be back by 5.30. Are you okay at a 5.30 time, Eastern? You're Eastern, right? I'm Eastern. Where do you live? I live in Virginia. Okay. I mean, it can be later than that, but I usually the walk. Um, no, so we'll do 5.30 to 7.30, I guess. I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean... You, 5.30 to 6 should be enough. 5.30 to 6.30 should be enough time. Okay. Okay. Do you have a yeah, Zoom? I do. Um, okay, because I have one too. I have my work Zoom though. Um, you can use mine. All right, let's use yours. That'd be I'll good. In the chat. All right, you, and you can just send me, um, do, you, do you have, what do you need from me? I'm going to see, are you in my WhatsApp? I'm sure you are. I don't know. I don't know what I'm on. Let's see. I'm sure I could find you somewhere. I mean, I'm in Seven Sacred Flames. Are you in that? I am. Okay, you can probably catch me from there. Remember I saw you last night? Yep. But I mean, on the WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm there. Do you like never type anything? I must not. Let me put something in. I'll put, hi, John. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I spelled your name wrong. <laughs> I'll put a W, extra W. Does it pop up? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, just, you can uh, use that. Well, that's not, you need my email, don't you? No. That's uh, that works with the telephone? Uh-huh. And I, you know, and I can get access it through my computer, laptop? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, let me give you my email. I'll put that in there too. People will be like, Carla will be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, she gets a little upset her, Carla. She tells me all the time, I'm going to get my own Zoom. I'm like, I don't know why you're complaining. I don't care. 
Yeah, I think somebody gave her a hard time one time. About what? Well, not having her in Zoom. Really, she was um, she was on in the prayer room, where which is where sometimes you know she and I would stay or meet. Or, you know, if I would have her do a counseling session, we just meet there. And somebody and she offered on her birthday like everybody could have free sessions, and she said we'll just meet here. And somebody gave her a hard time. They're like, you need to get your own. So I think that's part of what you can see it really triggered her. All right, Monday, and I need to, I'll go write it on my calendar out front too, so I don't. Um, I just said. What's your phone number to, let me just, let me write your phone number down. Okay. I'm just going to put you in my phone too, under texting, so that if there was any weird thing, because sometimes I see texts before I see other things. Yeah. If I had a meeting or some weird thing popped up. I'm going to send this through. Okay. Um, through WhatsApp. Oh, good. Okay. So you just popped up. All right. So I'll, I'll kind of get you into my text. So I've got Carla like in four different areas so we can communicate. We've been like indirect friends for many years. So you're five, six, one, seven, five, eight, 8501. Yeah. And then I passed you the, the zoom here and I sent an email as well. I didn't set up a meeting. I'm lazy. Yeah, I know. We definitely have known each other for quite a while for actually not knowing each other, right? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of took a two-year hiatus, but not really, but just I didn't have time for this stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, and I eventually, I, I think I didn't send you, let's see, hi. I'm trying to send you hi. I think this is you. Yeah, I say you two highs. Okay, yeah, so I got you in my text. Yeah, I, I've had quite a few weird things happen that have taken me in and out and in and out and in and out of the program. Um, so, and most of them have to deal with relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I know people are probably thinking, she gets in a relationship and that's it for her, but it's a little bit, I just have some quirky things about my life that cause things to happen. So, um, yeah, we can talk about all that. We'll get caught yeah, up. Talk about issues. I get some of those sometimes too. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and Carla got mad at me and called me out a couple weeks ago, right in the seven, the seven Sacred Flames class, because she's like, well, you haven't been around much, you know, and she was like, uh, because I was in the prayer room all the time, and I was just like, and I've actually withdrawn from um, Masterful Living a couple months ago, and it was financial, was that reason, I just couldn't, my, my spreadsheet said, uh-uh, you can't do this, and I had to honor that at the time, you know, but also having a new relationship, it's like four months in, the um, Carla failed to understand. She just thought I was off like, woo, just having a good time. And not, not, I guess in her view was I was neglecting or I no longer cared about my people. So I had, afterward, she says, I'm sorry if you, you know, if you get mad at me, I just wanted to say that. And I'm like, I'm not mad at you. And there's some things you don't know about me. So I had to explain to her that for me, being in a relationship is is a little bit like flying to another planet, <laughs> having to go to another planet and then navigate new terrain. I mean, it's, it took so much energy out of me that um, I just didn't have anything left over. I would deal with that, you know, do be involved in that. Reason. He doesn't live far away. It's just up the street, you know, but it's just a whole new you know, it, it's just it's me. It's quirky. It's a quirky thing about me. It's <laughs> So finally, I, she doesn't have much filter sometimes too. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. I mean, she was just being honest that she was feeling hurt and you know neglected. And I'm like, when I told her that, she's like, oh, oh. And I said, yeah, that's getting easier. Like I'm relaxing and. But I would, I'd go over to my boyfriend's house and spend the weekend. Oh, I'm in a meeting now. I'm so sorry. Okay, sorry. It's the leadership team. I'm so sorry. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. It's good that they're forgiving, so don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, I was blabbing. Bye. Bye.